What's Happening Delco? I'm Rich Shane and welcome to the What's Happening Delco podcast. Today I'm joined by Jamie Gerhardt of Add Some Texture. Jamie, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. I am so excited to add some texture to my day. For those that don't know, what is Add Some Texture? Well, it is my new small business. Um, Basically, add all the texture on anything in your life. Mostly textured art, um, but I also hand make some other items like macrame planters, driftwood yarn hangings, some raffia mirrors. Um, Really, I like to customize any piece that someone will reach out and just, you know, they send me a picture. They say, I really like this. Is this something you could do? And I do have a website. So anything they see on my website, I can kind of recreate or customize for that client. Now, based on that description of what you do, Tell us what the website is, because I'm sure people are going to now pull their car over to the side of the road. They're going (laughs) to look up your website. What is that? So it is addsometexture.com. You can read all about me on the website. And everything that I have created so far is on the website. Um, So I am kind of ever, you know, like evolving and trying new techniques and new ideas. So as I go, I'm, I'm uploading more you know, any kind of art, any homemade decor, it's all being uploaded and put in as I go. And uh, yeah, I hope I hope you like it. All right. Well, here's what we're going to do. Don't look at the website just yet, because <laughs> I want to learn more about you and what you're doing with Add Some Texture. And I'm curious, how did all this come about for you? How did you get started? Uh, well, it kind of started... I've always been a crafty person by nature. You know, I hand make all my kids Halloween costumes. I can sew, all that jazz. Um, But after my last miscarriage, I was really in need of like some therapy, honestly, um, and a way to de-stress. And crafting just fulfills that for me. And creating, you know, it's it's a good outsource and it's just very therapeutic. So... You know, I've always done the the office jobs. I've worked in the office settings. And now that I have kids, being able to set up my own schedule and be home more, it's, it's more important to me. You know, it allows me to have something to call my own. And it's very rewarding to see the evolution of my craft and, um, you know, the way that it is growing and changing as I go every day. I see something new. It sparks, you know, a new idea. And I just try to try to create it. <laughs> Now, you mentioned the evolution of your craft. How have you gone through the process of taking this from, all right, this was a little bit of a release, you know, a little bit mm-hmm. of mental time using your fingers, being creative. How did you take that? And now this now has become a business. So I I just honestly, I don't really ever want to go back to the office environment. Well, that's um, the world of COVID we live in now, right? <laughs> right? People would, you know, we've gotten used to that structure of being home. Not having to exactly. run around, get ready, you know, get the kids out the door and then be in traffic. Right. So if you have the ability to be at home, the mindset right now is, all right, well, how do I make this a business, right? Right. So it, it, you know, all my girlfriends always tell me, you should have an Etsy shop. You should do this. This was years ago. And I didn't really know, you know, what my niche was exactly. So I kind of can do a little bit of everything. So I'm trying to kind of hone it in. And I started with the texture art. I'm branching out a little bit, like I'm doing some craft fairs around the neighborhood um, and still kind of figuring it out as I go, honestly. 
Now, for people that are looking to meet you directly, you mentioned craft fairs Mm -hmm. locally in the area. What are some of those that may be coming up, let's say, November that people can look for you at? I have um, my next one is at Paddock Parks right in Havertown um, on 1029. It's a family event. So that will be fun. Bring your whole family. There's kids activities. It starts at noon. Um, It's about three hours. And then I have um, my daughter goes to Linwood. So we have a holiday extravaganza coming up. I'll be there. Um, And a few other places in the neighborhood that I've been lucky enough to kind of get my foot into. Um, Plant Roots, it's a local business. Um, I saw some of my macrame planters there. They um, they do a lot of events. So I'll probably, you know, be in and out here and there. And I post everything that I'm involved in. I post on my Instagram. There's a new business called the Hendred House. And in December, they're holding an event, which I'll be at. Um, and I, again, I can post all the dates and times, all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of, you know, as I find them, if there's space, I'm um, jumping on. This um, is great. There's a lot of stuff that you have coming up and people can meet you, see directly what you're creating. What are some of those aha moments for you where you stop and said, you know what? This texture idea for art and the craftiness of what I'm doing that you said, I'm on the right track. This is something that is great for me. Honestly, it's the feedback. Um, People will come into my tent or, you know, just reach out to me, people that I don't even know. And they just have such positive feedback, which is so fulfilling. Um, And it makes me feel like, yeah, you know, I'm on the right track. This is this is good. Um, Let me keep trekking because there are days, too, where I'm just defeated. You know, is this even worth it? I haven't heard from anyone. I have nothing going on right now. Um, But that's the challenge. You know, you got to just keep pushing, keep going and and see what happens. On those days, as you related, you feel challenged and defeated. What motivates you? What keeps you uplifted and moving forward? Um, I would say just... Uh, you know, just it, it, it's a sense of fulfillment, really getting up every day and feeling de-stressed. Like I have something to look forward to. Um, if I'm working on a few projects, you know, like I do have a list of, of a few clients that want a few things. So it's fun. And then, you know, of course you have family and friends that reach out as well, which is always helpful, but, um, it kind of like sparks the creativity too, because you start with one thing and then it kind of leads to another. And then I create a piece, post it. And then when you get positive feedback, you're like, oh, wow, this, this is amazing. People are loving it. Let's, let's make another one. Who do you, I mean, there are obvious resources that maybe you're learning from. Are there people out there that you have that say they're, they're mentoring you or they're inspiring you to do what you're doing? Um, I do follow other accounts that do a lot of the same thing. Um, I would say most of them are not US based, but it is still helpful to see what other people are doing and and the um, you know the pieces they're using and the material. And I do reach out to those people and pick their brains a little bit. Um, and then like family and friends will have, oh, I know so and so who just started this business. You should reach out. Um, one client that I had bought a planter and she brought it into the plant store. And if she didn't do that, I would not have gotten into that plant store. Um, so it's it's a good community. You know, everyone's helpful and and wants to help, which is nice. 
Um, and people are open to it as well, which is really helpful because if I do have any of those questions, you know, I'm still learning. And when they answer and give me some good positive feedback and, and resources, it's very helpful. Now, when people see all these great things you're creating and add some texture, they can be, let's say you can be in Washington state or New Mexico or Tennessee, all over the United States. Do you ship yes. to wherever they are? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, right. How about it, internationally? You mentioned some people that are really inspiring you internationally. If somebody in Tibet wanted one of those planners, could you get it to them? Uh, I am not opposed. <laughs> I will do what I can to make that happen. Absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic. Now, now you're let, let's talk Delco here because we are what's happening Delco. Right. And I would ask you if you're going out and about and you're grabbing some supplies and you have a craving for a cheesesteak, where are you going? Oh, Delco Steaks for sure. I <laughs> love that place. <laughs> Do you have a specific location of Delco Steaks that you frequent? You know what? I'm right off of Westchester Pike. So there's one right on Westchester Pike um, in like Broomall, yep. right near Broomall, right close to me. Yes. So right. we'll, we'll do that one a lot. All right. The family's saying they're they're clamoring for some pizza. <laughs> Where are you going for pizza? Uh, you know, there's a um, a local place to where because I'm I'm in Havertown. So there's this kind of under the radar place. It's called Mexi Pizza, which you wouldn't think has good pizza because it's like a Mexican style, but it is fantastic. My husband and I love it. Not under the radar anymore. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> good. Shout Mexi out all around. Now you're out and about, but you need to stop off for a little convenience store. Are you stopping off at Royal Farms? Are you stopping off at Wawa? You know, I have always been raised on Wawa. <laughs> I am from the Northeast, so I know Wawa very well. But I am kind of more leaning towards the rural farms because it's newer to me. So, you know, I like to try new things. Even the uh, drive-through Swiss farms, that's fun. <laughs> My sister always has raved about the milk. And at first I didn't understand it, but... You know, those little local spots are just the way to go. It sounds to me like you're a little bored with your relationship with Wawa. And uh, Royal Farms is spicing it up for you a little bit, aren't they? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I just like I said, I've had Wawa my whole life. <laughs> now, you have friends or family coming in from out of town, and you want to give them or you want to share that Delco experience with them. Where are you taking them or where are you sending them for the day? Uh, you know, I like to do it all. We kind of bounce around. What drew me here originally was the Ardmore area. I don't know if that's exactly Delco. Um, They'd like to think so. I mean, yeah. they're mainline, so yeah. they're fancy. Uh, well, I mean, I we quickly realized they were a little too fancy for us and we could not afford to be in that area. So we branched out. Um but honestly, I'm still discovering all the new local places. My sister has lived here for a while, and she kind of drew me into the Delco. I came from Center City, um, but I'm loving it. I'm really loving it. What do you think now that you're experiencing and growing and learning Delco? What do you think is, how would you describe Delco to somebody? Uh, you know, it is very, very welcoming and friendly. I would say the best part about Delco is the community. Um, like I said, I moved from the city and I admit I was very nervous to be a you know, suburbanite, but um, everyone was like overly welcoming and very friendly. And it's just a very supportive place. And I feel right at home. 
you are in your infancy or you are a very young business with add some texture, mm -hmm. where would you like to see this business and this endeavor be, let's say in the next five years? Oh man. I mean, I would love to have a brick and mortar location, but I don't, that's, that's really, you know, a good five years, I think down the line, but Five years yeah. down the line, you could have like three or four of them. Oh, even, that would, that's the dream. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the dream. <laughs> um, yeah, I think about it a lot when I drive past a, a storefront that that needs a place or needs a, uh, you know, a renter. Um, not in the position at the moment, but that is the goal. That would be amazing. You said you make Halloween costumes for your kids. Yes. So... Are there costumes you've done this year? What are the what are the costumes this year? Uh, you know what? Not yet because my kids keep changing it. They like to keep me on my toes. Uh, first, we were going to do SpongeBob, which was going to be fun. We were all going to pick a character. Oh, but very now, cool! So yeah. adult and kids, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure, for okay. sure. <laughs> um, but now they keep changing it. My daughter wants to be a pirate. My son wants to be a robot. So I think I'm just gonna you know, last minute, make a robot costume out of cardboard, <laughs> all that stuff. And then somehow incorporate my husband and I in there. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. I mean, I can tell the, the, the side of it where you had said you're, you've always been crafty, right? You've always had that idea, that creativity and putting your hands on materials and then making something you know, this, you know, you make those times fun. And I can see where with add some texture, it really resonates and comes out and your personality comes out. And this is with, with what's happening, Delco, this is why we do this because we really like introducing the people behind the business to people. And, and again, this is, you're going to hear this internationally and people are going to hear, you know, what's happening, Delco. Right. This is, you know, what you're expressing is resonating that that Delco experience that's starting from, you know, a small place, a place of beginning, but the community comes together and you mentioned, hey, somebody bought a somebody bought a planter and then they take it to a shop and mm -hmm. now people want that and that's Delco. Right. You know, I know that probably happens around the world too. But there's something about this thread that gets woven Agreed. in yes. and Agreed. you taking and adding some texture. Well, you add some texture to the Delco experience. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome that you're doing that. <laughs> Thank you. It's been fun. Jamie, is there anything that we haven't talked about on the podcast today? Anything that you want listeners to know about you, your family, or add some texture? Um, no, I, well... Yeah, sure. I um, I think I, you know, the thing that kind of sets me apart is the uniqueness of it all. Um, you know, I'm not like a typical artist. I make a picture and then make prints and sell 20 prints. Um, I don't sell prints at all. I hand make every piece from scratch. So no two pieces are ever the same and everything is one of a kind. Um, and I really like to work with the clients as well. So I will have them send me a picture of their living room or the space where they're going to hang, you know, their, the next art piece. And we work together and then we talk about the colors and I mix up the colors. I send them a picture back. Um, you know, I, I, I like to have them as involved uh, with creating the piece because then, you know, it's like collaborative. We do it together and then I'm happy and you're happy and seeing that piece hanging in someone's home. It's just the world to me. 
That is so fabulous. And then, you know, friends or family and people come over and they admire it. And as you said, that's a one of a kind piece. Right. And from an artist standpoint, if you can have a one of a kind, you know, Jamie Gerhardt artist original, <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, five years from now, people are going to be clamoring for your artwork. You're going to be, so. yeah, be a huge studio. This is going to be great. Jamie, thanks so much for being a friend of what's happening, Delco. We can't wait to see your growth from this little inception to, you know, where you're, you know, doing all this and 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 people come to recognize, oh, I see that on the wall. That's a Jamie Gerhardt. Oh, thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun. Absolutely. Thank you so much, too. All right, Rich.